Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Adios, old friend. Yeah, I've got no secrets and no regrets. Well, a lot of regrets, but the point is I've got nothing to hide. Kind of like the way Progressive shows you their competitors' rates. You gotta put it all out there, baby. Excuse me, miss. Does this heart belong to you? Would you like it anyway? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparisons not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Ah, the copperhead snake. It hisses before attacking. But that's not a copperhead. That's the Sullivan's RV freshwater tank overflowing into their black one, which is backing into their vent pipe, making for a very different kind of attack. One that arrives just in time for taco night. It's wild out there. When it gets too wild, Progressive has your RV covered. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. How much did you respond or listen to the criticism after the first game here when you struggled? I listen to none of it. I take one game at a time. After it's over, I shake it off and get back to what I do. And uh, luckily, we came out and got a win today. Everybody, welcome to the Lakers Legacy. And Alan, as I did with Tommy, I only have one question to ask you. What's that? You down with Lonzo B? Yeah, you know me. You down with Lonzo B? Yeah, you know me. You down with Lonzo B? Yeah, you know me. Yeah, Lonzo Ball. Hashtag lit for Lonzo. Uh, This is our morning after reaction to the Lonzo Ball epic big baller mamba mentality muse cage show alan i mean we've had about i don't know i guess a good 10 hours to process this now how are you feeling are you off your 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 high your lonzo litness nah dude i'm still high <laughs> at this point um i actually woke up for some reason at like 5 30 in the morning and then couldn't go back to sleep i think i was just, so too just excited yeah dude i was like wonder what's going on twitter and i like went on I, I seriously couldn't sleep for like 30 minutes and i just found myself watching lonzo highlights again around six in the morning so uh nah man definitely not over it yet yeah, so I mean, this is not going to be that organized as well, just like a KCP episode, but I don't think anybody's expecting us to be that organized, and we're just going to give... Yeah, organizations overrated, whatever. Oh, totally, totally. And usually our best episodes are just us 
spitballing on just what just happened and that's exactly what we're going to do before we get started though as usual please follow us on twitter at lakers legacy pod please also rate interview us on itunes because the more you rate interview us that's how many touchdown passes lonzo ball will be making this season as the lakers starting quarterback so there you go please rate and review that's us. how many times kyle kuzma is going to be receiving those those fade routes and those out routes and those those curls and everything yeah, I mean, not to make this comparison, but Tom Brady to Gronkowski. <laughs> um, also, we're trying to get to like 200 ratings and reviews. So if you can get us some extra ones, that would be great. We are at 176 right now. So we're almost there at the end of summer, guys. Let's get that five star rating and reviews to 200. And at some point, we're going to be able to read all of these reviews on air. Um, so Alan, let's, let's get right into it. Um, I don't even know what to say about Lonzo Ball's line right now. It looks ridiculous and, and that's because it is 36 points, 11 assists, eight rebounds, 12 for 22 from the field, two blocks, five steals, nine for 12 from the free throw line, which is very impressive. And, and then three threes. Uh, what exactly happened here? Um, what were your thoughts? I mean, we can just go off of whatever you want to start with. Um, I gotta say, it was like he scored quietly. I don't, I don't even know how that's possible to have you know that many points. And I was like fully cognizant of what he was doing. Like he was driving more, he was getting layups, and that sort of thing. But for whatever reason, it just didn't feel like thirty plus points. And I think it's because so much of my attention and excitement is about his ability to pass the ball. It's literally like every time he touches it, I'm just like, ooh, like what's going to happen next? And I'm like rubbing my hands together like some psycho. And (laughs) when he does score, it's just like, oh, awesome. Like he scored. And then for whatever reason, you almost forget about it, I guess, because it's unexpected. But then at the same time, yeah, it's like a very quiet, like scoring. So it, it's really weird. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Um, and, you know, if we compare this to, like, when Kobe would get hot and go off, like, it, it felt like he scored 40 points or 50 points or whatever. And I guess it's just because that, that was his, your expectation for Kobe. Mm-hmm. But with Zoe, it's, I don't know, it's, it's bizarre. It's, it's different for sure. So uh, I think it's very much the way that Jason Kidd would randomly go off for like, you know, 36 okay. points and like 40 points. And it wouldn't be like a normal thing where you'd expect it on the nightly. But then all of a sudden, he'd do his normal thing with like getting 10 assists and like 10 rebounds. But then you look up at the box score and Jason Kidd would all of a sudden, oh, he has 36 points too. That's incredible, you know? And it's the same with yeah. Lonzo. It's like he doesn't force anything, so it could the burst could come at any moment. Where if it's like a pure scorer, you know he's going to attack you from like the start to finish, right? But Lonzo, it's like kind of feeling out the game. And, I mean, we can go through like what he did from the first half to the second half. Because obviously he scored like 24 of his 36 in the second half. And... I was even impressed without that second half just because, you know, we were just talking Same. about it. Those, those touchdown passes, honestly, there was like four consecutive possessions where I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. You know, how <laughs> is this guy literally two, three straight touchdown passes, two to Kuzma, one to, uh, Zubats. And I mean, the most impressive one was the one where he just like turned around, didn't make an extra dribble and just shot it down to Kalku, like right in the pocket for like a dunk. Right. And these passes, like, the guy doesn't have to make a dribble. He just literally has to dunk it, lay it in, etc. That is what is most impressive with these passes. They were they were incredible. This is, like, better than Kevin Love type stuff, you know? Oh, for sure. Definitely. 
So even his first half, yeah, I was already impressed by just the way he was lobbing it and lofting it in the air. And it's not like, and the de- defenders actually see it coming, but they can't do anything about it. It's, it's, there's no better way to describe it, but it's perfect. And and sometimes you'd like to yeah, say... Yeah, because if yeah. the defender does anything, it's essentially going to be pass interference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> totally. it's, it's a foul. You got to tackle the guy if you don't want him to get that ball, because Lonzo really does put it exactly where it needs to be. It's... Oh man, it's like watching Aaron Rodgers or something out there. I'm a, I'm a Packer fan. That's why I got to say Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> sure, sure. And and usually when you see stuff like this, you know, if you see these plays in in isolation, you're like, oh well, you know, that's a pretty lucky play to to get that done. But Lonzo consistently does this, and you have to almost say like, oh, this is just his thing. These loft plays, where even the one where he was caught in the air for the like he did a pick and roll with Zubats, right? Zubats, and the double yeah, comes, yeah. and he's caught in the air, and it doesn't look like a nice pass, but you knew he was gonna make that. No, he, I thought it was a turnover for sure. I was like, oh god, he got caught again. But you know, oh well. Yeah, that was his intention exactly. the whole way, and it still got to Zubats, and I'm just like... That's crazy. This guy makes some weird passes, but it totally works. <laughs> you and... know that one? If, if we're going to keep running with this football analogy, that yeah. was like Tim Tebow doing one of his jump passes <laughs> at the goal line when he was at Florida. It's like, what the hell is going on? So that was a little bit of a Tebow oh, pass totally, right there. Oh, totally, but it like, keep, keeps the defense <laughs> off guard. They have no idea what's going on, and... Uh, I feel like maybe, uh, what's it called? Zubats and Ball had a talk, like, before this game, and then Zubats was totally ready this game. He's like, I'm catching everything. Well, actually, you know, I don't know if you heard any of the post-game remarks Not that a lot. Zubats said. Mm-mm. Did you hear what he said about, uh, Kyle Kuzma talking to him? No. So, Kuzma, they asked, like, Kuzma, oh, like, we felt like Ivica had a good game or whatever, like, and you, we heard that you gave him some advice or something, and then Kyle Kuzma was like, Oh, you'll have to ask him about that. So then they asked Zubots, and he's like, well, Kyle told me any time I catch the ball and I start to get nervous and feel insecure to just repeat, like, a word in my head <laughs> that's going to reassure me and make me feel more confident. So that's what I did tonight. Every time I caught the ball and I was about to shoot it, I kept repeating that same word, and I guess it worked. Hmm. So I guess Kyle Kuzma is big on, like, meditation <laughs> and like you know that that mental aspect of the game and uh he helped out Zubots to get 21 points last night so thankfully for Zo uh he didn't get robbed of uh those assists you know no and uh i guess Kuzma's taken on that Larry Nance role here in summer league for uh for Zoo but yeah i mean going back to Lonzo Ball this is a crazy game especially with uh LeBron James being there LeBron James not being at the ESPYs being here to watch Lonzo Ball, his future teammate, and Lonzo awesome. Ball, yeah, Lonzo Ball wearing the uh, the Nikes, the Kobe's, you know, yep. ditching and then the, the just do it Instagram. <laughs> yeah, LeBron's just do it Instagram, and you know, I, I tweeted it out, but uh, hey, Mamba mentality, Muse Cage over Big Baller brand, apparently. <laughs> so what what's your interpretation of LeBron's just do it? Because I think some people took that as oh, he's taking shots at Lonzo. Like some people, are, ooh, LeBron's savage. So what's your um, take on I it? I think I think a lot of people are taking slight jabs at the big baller brand thing, but with this at the same time also recognizing that Lonzo Ball balled out and that's all you can really say, right? Because even Ben Simmons was like, that's what happens when you take off the big baller brand, blah 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 blah. <laughs> I think I think it's like a bunch of different things, including, you know, hyping up Kobe, you know, giving respect yeah, to Kobe. Definitely. 
But yep, I think yep. everybody came away impressed with Lonzo Ball. Oh, and for even sure. I think there's this picture of LeBron James as he's exiting the building. He's holding up a big L. You know, that could be a lot of things. It's clearly not going to be L for, <laughs> for loser or loss. It's probably Lonzo Ball or Lakers, you know? Or LeBron or all of them. <laughs> LLL. He just needs three hands with Ls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Laker, LeBron, Leaguer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I saw the Just Do It thing, I, I thought it was like, you know, a funny jab at the brand. Like, oh, look at what happens when you wear Nikes. But the biggest thing there is he's saying, like, look at what happens. Like, you play your ass off. So if, if anything, like, it's huge respect from LeBron to even do something like that. Oh, yeah, totally. So L- Lonzo Ball showed out on the biggest stage. And with this performance here... I mean, we were waiting for a performance like this. The triple-double one was nice, but it still had the same... Uh, we Still sort of the same problems in terms of, oh, okay, maybe he can never really score, you know? He'll have a problem mm. always. And then this game, it was like, okay, kind of unlocked something else that none of us really considered too much. And like I said at the beginning, we shouldn't expect this on the regular, but the fact that he showed us that he can do this, and, you know, this is the most points he's scored in, like, I don't know, even from UCLA, his career high at UCLA was 24, right? So to bust out with 36 and show that he went to the free throw line 12 times um, is pretty crazy, taking 22 shots as well. I think the, the one the one point that I want to make as to why we can't see this on the regular is this is the first time he really got to the free throw line, like the last two games, 0-0, and then all of a sudden 12. I think this should right. be like a game where we look at and say, he should look at this, look back on this game and see it as a as a game that he can work off of, you know, and in the future continue to try and continue to hone that aggression, get get to the free throw line, um, learn how to mix it up, and hopefully eventually to become more of a consistent thing to the point where he he can become like a 19, 20 point score on the on the average, right? With yeah, in his sleep. Yeah. And and this game in particular, he he only hit three for ten from three. So this is not we haven't even seen the Lonzo ball gets hot from three game, right? So I think that's exactly. that's what encourages me that he was able to get 36 points in a variety of ways and mainly and he being still aggressive. shot 12 for 22. Exactly. Yeah. So most of it was like literally waltzing into the lane in transition showing that John Wall burst and speed out of nowhere catching the defense off guard with his uh really quick crossovers like we've yeah, talked that, about that it. coast to coast at the end of the first half man he just turned yeah, it on. Yeah, with like 6 seconds left and he just I mean yep. his like his he doesn't have amazing like Kyrie Irving type shake but when he's in transition his crossover dribble is lethal because he knows how to shift gears on on the fly and it really catches defenses uh, off guard and we've talked about it before but he's dis it's not deceptive actually he's just really fast in transition with the ball in his hands and when the defense is scrambled that is Lonzo Ball's playground pretty much yep takes yep. advantage of it like no other when guys have their backs turned, when guys are looking for different dudes on the perimeter, it's over. Lonzo Ball is going to put on the afterburners and, and, and beat you. And that's exactly yep. what he did with these crafty... They did look like Steve Nash layups and, and Jason Kidd layups, right? There, was, there weren't anything fancy, but they were effective because his burst was just right there. And then he just lays it in with his length. Yeah, it, yeah, it was Steve Nash and Jason Kidd, but add like you know, 50% athleticism to that because he just yeah. kind of floats up to the rim. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, he did get his shot blocked by Poitras in the second half, like, pretty pretty hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, um, you know, one of the other things that impressed me was 
he's known, obviously, as the ultimate distributor at this point, and that's how teams are defending him. It's okay, once he starts driving, once he gets below the three-point line, the free-throw line, all the defense has to, like, spread out to the corners and to the perimeter because he's going to kick it out to someone. And it was essentially, like, Ole defense, yeah. right, where everything just parts the way for him, and then he's able to lay it up. So, you know, Luke Walton told him, you need to be more aggressive with scoring. You need to get into the paint. You need to, you know, get your own as well. And clearly he took that to heart. <laughs> like, he didn't get, like, insecure about it or anything like that playing his his third game ever. He uh, was clearly very coachable, and he totally did it. So now, teams got to respect his ability to drive, and once the defense starts to collapse in the paint, well, guess what? Now you got guys open for three again, so what are you going to do if you're the defense? It reminded me, actually, of, I don't remember exactly who was involved in the play, but in the NBA Finals, um, some it might have been Durant. He was driving it up the floor on a fast break, and J.R. Smith was in the paint, and he, like, runs out to the three-point line to defend either Draymond or Iguodala or whatever, Mm -hmm. and it just had a wide open, like, freeway for Kevin Durant (laughs) just to dunk it, you know? It's like, what the heck are you doing? Like, go defend the ball. Like, you'll take the jumper. But instead, he runs out to the three. And I saw that happen a few times last night, actually, where if you're playing defense, you're like, oh, no, I don't want to give up threes. It's okay, well, I guess you're giving up layups then. Right, because they anticipate him doing that. And now he's adding that that quick drive into the lane and he's just able to find find these dudes and it's yeah it's it's pretty incredible to see it's like he could fit in with strength too like that game-winning shot was with a lot of contact yes and um you know like obviously it wasn't pretty because he got fouled but he had enough touch where he could get it up there and it was like it was not a fluke shot so you know he's not afraid of um you know drawing that contact and absorbing it either yeah, no, not at all. And you know, in his his afterburner drives in transition, as much as he still doesn't really have the burst in the half court because there's not enough room for him, and as much as we've said before, you know, he needs to learn how to weave in and out and snake through defenders in the half court. The time where he really snakes in and out and weaves through defenders is in transition when the floor is spread. That's where you're like, yeah. oh, shoot, he is like weaving through these cones of defenders like it's nothing. And he's like going so quickly, like a blaze of speed or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I know you wanted to say fire. You want to say blaze of fire, but you're like, that doesn't make any sense because fire doesn't <laughs> weave. <laughs> but, but yeah, he's. It, it's crazy to see him, like, the difference in, in transition. And, you know, there were a couple of times even in, in half court where, you know, he was able, like, that, that last uh, clutch shot where he was able to take defenders off. But but you can tell, like, he got an and one there, and then there was another play where he took his defender off the dribble as well and got a lay-in. But you see in those plays, he can't really get separation. If you notice his defenders are still with him, he was just able to finish through contact, right? Or finish above right. them in the half court. So that's something he's still going to need to work on and utilize his first step and stuff. But it doesn't worry me as much now seeing a game like this where where you can see that, oh, he can still score in many different ways. And he just needs to improve on this one aspect of, okay, well, if I can't necessarily beat my man off the dribble in the ways that normal people do in the half court setting, uh, well, maybe I'll learn how to finish through contact because I am stronger, because I am taller. And that's how Jason Kidd would do it, right? It's not like he was shaking yeah. people like a Jamal Crawford and getting so much space <laughs> and then waltzing in there like Kyrie Irving and doing these little pirouettes and stuff, you know? 
Yeah. But but Lonzo, it, because he has an advantage because he is tall, he is lanky, he does have length, and he's going to be able to finish. He just needs to add that strength to his body and, and learn to just be more aggressive and not be afraid of the contact. And that hopefully will add another dimension to his game because in transition, it's over. You know, any any moment where the defense is not even a split second set, it, it's done. You know, Lonzo's going to yeah, exploit yeah. that and take advantage of that. And his teammates now are in tune to that or they're attuned to that now too, where they're like, okay, run, 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 get your hands ready. Yeah, the second that shot goes up and you're pretty sure you're going to secure that defensive rebound, you better go. Yep. And okay, so let, let's get to some of the the crazy plays we saw. I mean, outside of the, the touchdown passes and the, the lobs and the we obviously had uh, Lonzo Ball's own version of the Caruso over the head pass. Dude, that was ridiculous. Got eyes in the back of his freaking head, you know? And that's like, yeah, when you're that point guard, like, you, you take a picture of the entire floor, the defense and your team, and then you know what's happening. That's why he's able to do a 180-degree spin in the paint with three defenders, get upended, fall on his tailbone, and kick it out for a three. Mm-hmm. He he did like a a drive, a hop step, and then a 180, and then a pass to a wide open Gabe York for the the three, and the defenders are like, what the heck? And like three defenders collapsed on him too to just try and trap him. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was it was really impressive. <laughs> it was crazy. And then on top of that, you know, he finally flashed. I think he hit two threes in a row. That was nice to see. I was more impressed actually with the second three where it was an same, off same. off the dribble pull up on the defender. I was like, okay, I think it was against Luwabu or something. And uh, that's what I've w- wanted to see because so far his three-point shot has kind of been all over the place. And to finally see him get into a rhythm and get that yeah. pop bounce in his step and, and just pull up, it actually looked I like more that he, fluid. I like that he was doing those after the, uh, the air ball. Yeah, no, you know? totally. Because he shot that air, and that air ball wasn't like short. It was like off to the right or the left or something, which, you know, you don't want to see that. But um, he didn't shake his head. He didn't like you look disappointed himself or anything because he's so even keeled and then yeah right after that he drained two threes yep exactly and so yeah the the there's just a whole array of highlights here for Lonzo Ball was active in so many levels he had some crazy blocks as well some pretty ferocious ones Um, yeah it's always when he recovers on defense he's able to do that because of his length and then the other things like he controls it too Oh, totally. You know what I mean? He's not, like, swatting it out of bounds as hard as he can to make some sort of statement of, like, dominance or whatever. He'll block it, control, and then push it. Yeah, because he's looking to get that ball and, like, race it down the court pretty much and find his teammates. So, um, And then on top of that, the the five steals, getting in the passing lanes once again, poking it from behind, always being ready to, to leak out. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's yep. incredible, and you can tell it's just changed the entire atmosphere of the team. And, yeah. and it's going to take a couple games, as we've seen. Like the first two games, people were still trying to get acclimated to how he passes these things, and just now they're like any crease, any available moment, I'm going to be ready. I should be ready because he's going to get it through somehow. And, and you know, he did have some problems. He I, he, had, he did have six yeah, turnovers. Yeah, six turnovers. Yeah. Um, he did get trapped a couple times, uh, but. Right now, the, the fact that he can still get back-to-back 11 assist games and he's going to continue to improve it is very encouraging. And obviously, NBA defenses are going to be more attuned to this. They're going to adapt to these of passes course. and and whatnot. And it's just going to be up to Lonzo, and I think he's he's capable of doing this, obviously, to just adjust, you know, and find different ways. I think what's not going to work too much in in the actual NBA is when he right now. He has this uncanny ability to make these crazy highlight passes off of jumping off two feet, and it's incredible, right? 
I don't know how yeah. effective that's going to be in the actual NBA. That's going to probably look more like a turnover than anything else. And that's going to be on him to be, to, to adjust to that and then be more creative and, and stop having that tendency to jump, um, right. with both feet. But, but with that being said, he's the best jumping off two feet looking like a turnover dude I've ever seen. So, yeah, I mean, he puts a lot of velocity on those passes too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they got to do a sports science thing on that and see <laughs> no, totally. how many miles per hour that ball is traveling. Cause sometimes, you know, guys will jump in the air and do that pass, and uh, it takes a lot of the heat off of it. And mm-hmm. obviously, then the defense has more of an opportunity to to use more football terms to intercept it. Yeah. Um, but for him, it's like there's so much zip on that thing; um, it makes it difficult. And actually, to his credit, you know, one thing yeah. I'd be really yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, to his credit, when he's most most of the time when he's jumping off two feet, usually people jump off two feet because they get trapped and they don't know where to go. Most of the time, I think it's exactly. pre premeditated for him. So. Yeah, oh, for sure, definitely. So I was going to say, it'll be really interesting to see him in person. Like, what does the defense do as Kyle Kuzma is running these these out routes or these streaks? You know what I mean? Like, the second we get that defensive rebound, if I'm the defense, gosh, like, I'm I'm acting like a cornerback in football, and I am just sticking to my man the entire time. And obviously on television, we can't see the entire floor, I would just be really curious to see what it looks like in person when our guys are streaking down the floor and the defense is just trying to play catch up. Oh, totally. I mean, when you're when you're playing at 200 miles per hour, it just changes everything, you know? And uh Lonzo has single-handedly done that. It, yeah, it was crazy. I I unfortunately I couldn't watch it live time. I tweeted out I was like, "Uh, I'm eating Korean barbecue <laughs> right now, but apparently Lonzo's the one who's doing the cooking. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Was, it was, was a nice, nice. Kang Ho Dong, Big Jong in uh, Temple oh, City. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, with that's the with the, the corn, the cheese corn, and yes, then they, the they, they pour cheese. the egg. Oh, oh man. my gosh. Yeah, dude, so it's good. great. So yeah, <laughs> I had my own so good experience, but I was also like keeping up, and I was like, wait, what is going on right now? Like my my friends were like texting me, and I was looking through Twitter. You know, when people said that he had like a thirty plus point game, I naturally thought, oh, most of this is probably he probably got hot from three, right? And, you know, I, I go back and watch the the game and I'm like, oh, no, he did this in transition through layups, through uh, putbacks and whatnot, and uh, just exploiting the defense. And he only had three threes. So that that was incredible to, to really see. Like, this is probably a game you'll want to look back on as a kind of like a benchmark for how you'd want him to play forever in the future in terms of like an all around sort of game. Not even just in terms of rebounds and assists, but just in the way he got his points. You know, it wasn't all through threes. Yeah. It was through the free throw line, being aggressive, driving in the lane, transition layups, et cetera, et cetera. So this is going to shut a lot of people up from here on out. You know, and we needed a game like this with everybody balling out. Jason Tate, Josh Jackson's doing amazing. Freaking Dennis I Smith. Know, dude. Dennis He's Smith Jr. Right now. is yep, taking yep. over the world. So we needed this Lonzo what game. What a rookie man. class, man. How what exciting. What a freaking rookie class. Because how many times over the last, like, two, three, four years we said, oh, man, this class is full of star potential, and this might be the best one since LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, blah, blah, blah. And, like, honestly, like, none of those have really panned out so far. And it's it's just Summer League, whatever, it's July. But so far, we haven't seen production like this in Summer League from so many rookies. You know what I mean? So it has to be a positive indicator to a degree um, of what things are going to look like in the future. And it's it's extremely exciting. Yeah, totally. It's, but I don't think there's anybody we could like label in like, I don't know, 1 through 20 as a, as a bust really. Because even like Donovan Mitchell from Utah is incredible. There's this guy, John Collins. 
he had like this sick poster dunk yesterday. I mean, everybody is really showing out. And for Lonzo to stake his claim in such a definitive manner like this with LeBron James in-house in Summer League. I mean, I, t- awesome. I, I said it on Twitter. He could score zero points the next two games and nobody would care. They would look back on this game and be like, Yeah, you'd still look back at this one. Yeah, and you can't say it's a fluke. No. He almost had two triple-doubles in a row, and this one a 36-point triple-double. And who does that? I I think Kevin Pelton uh, tweeted out this hasn't been done since, I don't know, early 2000s or maybe not even that. So it's it's crazy. In only big baller brand-type fashion, right? So (laughs) well done, Lonzo Ball. Well done. That's all I can say. Um, so I mean, <laughs> let, let, I don't know if you had anything else to talk about with, with regard to his game or any other plays you wanted to highlight before we uh, get to quickly to some other guys. Um, nah, man. I think I think that's about it. Uh, the you know, the one thing that stood out too is when he hit that game winner. Mm-hmm. He showed like two percent emotion. <laughs> like he got a little bit pumped up. Like I think he said yeah and he like pumped his <laughs> fists but it was like really low yeah and he probably flexed a little bit and then zubots like pushed him afterwards so um that was cool you know it, it's kind of like when we saw brandon ingram at the end of last year like throw his arms up in the air and yell and have that like primal scream um it'll, it'll take a little bit of time for lonzo to get to some point like that but it's cool to see him like come into his own a little bit and i even feel like his interviews with the media have improved within like a week. Like he's expanding more on his answers. It's it's not as short as it was before, and he just seems a little bit more comfortable in general. And it it seems like you know everyone on the team just loves him. And yep. who wouldn't? I mean, if you're catching touchdown passes all day, of course you're going to be happy. But uh, you could tell like it's just all about the team. And uh, Kyle Kuzma even said like that he feels like he and Lonzo have built up some really great chemistry already, and they just they have that connection. And uh, Zubot said afterwards, he's like, yeah, this is what a point guard is, is supposed to do. This is how they're supposed to play. Um, so that was really exciting to see. Yep. Amazing. Lonzo ball. Lit for Lonzo. Let's go. So let's move on to Kyle Kuzma because... I mean, this guy just continues to be a revelation, you know, off of one game where he had to sit out with, a, I think, cramps as well, you know, off of his 31-point game or whatever, comes back with a double-double, 13-12-4. That is the type of line you want to see. And like you said, Lonzo Ball's perfect running mate. And for me, it's like Kyle Kuzma is all of a sudden, to me, a fusion of both Julius Randle and Larry Nance. He brings yeah, the definitely. he brings the dynamic play that Randall does in terms of getting the rebound and not being afraid to handle the ball and play make. But then he also brings Larry Nance's control and smarts, high basketball IQ, and his ability to shoot from the outside a little better. You know, so it's like oh, much be- better <laughs> the best the best of both worlds, kind of. You know, here and in, then in one some player. because neither Larry or Julius can really shoot the three, you know? Yeah, exactly. True. They just throw that in. It's like, oh my God, you're, you're just the perfect player, aren't you? <laughs> he is. And his ability to really quickly adapt to the way Lonzo Ball plays and understand, I'm running, I'm running, I'm already here, I'm already right below the basket, just throw it up, is really, really impressive and really cool to see from Kyle Kuzma because even Julius Randle took him time to be like, I'm just going to be the type of guy who leaks out or like gets the... Be- who becomes the recipient of these passes because so often he'd kind of pigeonhole himself into being the guy who had to dribble the ball, right? Kyle Kuzma's like, yo, whatever comes, let's do this. You get the rebound, I'll go. I get the rebound, I go. It, it's 
he's been really, really fun to watch. And I think he's showing a, a lot of people once again that you got to give credit to the Lakers scouting for finding Absolutely. these guys. And so underrated, right? His his skills, the skills that were there that people were like, ah, uh, yeah, they're there, but they're inconsistent. Now you're just seeing the full potential kind of like blossom here with the passing, the ball handling, the rebounding, the ability to shoot. And then when it, when you, when he's with a guy like Lonzo, you just see it come to like its fullest potential, right? Because he's just running the these routes, these lanes. He's just being a good roller. And it's it's crazy how much that opens up a guy like Kuzma and his game, you know? Um, what did yeah, you see from yeah. Kyle Kuzma? Yeah, I mean, basically everything you just said. Uh, he's he's going to be a great uh, role player on this team, and it's just going to be really interesting to see how the minutes get uh, divvied out there. <laughs> you know what I mean from that four spot? Um, I mean, I guess we could play small ball pretty often and throw Larry or Julius down at the center position, and then Kuzma will be all right. But um, he is just so much more skilled and uh, consistent, I think, than most people thought. And again, we said it over and over. It's crazy to believe that this guy was projected several months back as being a late second rounder, essentially barely making the draft, you know, to right now just lighting it up for us. And, you know, of course, he's the beneficiary of Lonzo. And I think, you know, like, that's the point. Um, if, If we didn't have the number two pick this year at all, and then we took him just at 28... You know, it's a completely different story, quite frankly. Like, we wouldn't be expecting him to shoulder a a huge burden or, or like, load of work or whatever. But, um, yeah, like, fortunately for us, we had so many draft picks and it's all working out. But the other thing we have to remember is, technically, that was Brooklyn's pick. And, um, you know, that as much as we've talked about, you know, that trade and whatnot, we can't ignore the fact that that was a part of the deal. If it hadn't gotten done, um, we, we probably wouldn't have him. And, um, that, that's pretty crazy to think as well. So just continue to be impressed by him. And, you know, I'm sure he'll have his ups and downs as far as like shooting the three and whatnot. And and that's okay. But I've also been impressed with his improvement on defense. Like in the very first game, he he seemed like he was kind of shying away from contact in the paint and just generally not defending the way you're supposed to defend. But I'm very impressed with his perimeter defense how he can really stick to guys and he's moving his feet and he's, he's like, you know, angling his body the correct way. Uh, so that's a huge asset for us. And he, uh, I don't know. I mean, he just continues to impress for sure. So hopefully his cramps or whatever are gone and uh, he'll play out the rest of summer league. But yeah, it's really cool for him and Lonzo to have that connection at this point. And it's, it's going to be a fight between Larry and Julius and him. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, well, I mean, we're already anticipating at this point, especially with KCP in the fold, that somebody's gonna get moved. But yeah, this is not a bad thing to have, competition. No, this is a great problem. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there was that play where, I mean, even in terms of just systematic passing, Kal Kuzma, this guy is just smart. You know, there was that play where Lonzo Ball's driving it in, he passes it to Kal Kuzma on the baseline. Kal Kuzma whipped past to like a wide open Zubats for the mid-range jumper. That's right, That that's right, yep, yep. These bang, bang, bang plays are so infectious and contagious, and Kal Kuzma has adapted to it really quickly, and maybe that's just always been the type of player he is, like just someone who knows how to get the ball out of, out of his hands really quickly. Like, almost like a Lonzo Ball at the power forward spot, you know? So. Yep. 
Um, it's, it's really fun to see and it's, it's gonna help the team. He even had another one too. I, you, you remember that shot where Travis Ware was so wide open that he had to jab step and was like, oops, I'm open. Yes. That was a yes, Kyle Kuzma yes. pass off of Kyle Kuzma. Like, <laughs> they, I think they slowly, like, or they quickly tried to double him and Kyle Kuzma just got it out really quickly, found the right man, Travis Ware wide open, boom. Yeah, those are, those are like good examples of, you know, Kobe would, especially late in, in his career, talk very philosophically about basketball, how you're supposed to play it in threes, right? How a lot of players just like to play the game in pairs, in pick and roll, in those types of situations. He's like, no, you should see it in threes. Like, what's the next thing coming after that? And with all these hockey assists from Lonzo, that's the epitome of yeah. playing in threes, where Kuzma receives it, and he's not even thinking like, oh, I got the ball, what am I like supposed to do with this for myself, he's already one step ahead of everybody else. And that's where you see him distributing, like you said, to Zubots and to where. So uh, the IQ is clearly there. Yep, exactly. And so once again, Kyle Kuzma, very impressive, even hit that clutch three-point shot on the baseline off Alonzo Drive. Yeah, this is this is a quite a fun, fun team, I have to say. Let's quickly go through couple last guys Zubats nice rebound game and not nice rebound game but I mean in terms of figuratively nice rebound game <laughs> 21.7 for 11 this time he really showed his touch and his finesse and his actual skill was hitting the mid-range jump shot was I think he got maybe like three or four of Lonzo's assists pretty much so accounted for his assists yep. so very good on Zubats he had that word whatever he was saying I'm not sure what that word is <laughs> if you had to guess what I do love, you think it is I love Lakers I mean that's three words. <laughs> three words, but, but for, for Zubats it's, just... it's maybe <laughs> he says it in a way he says it in a way where it's one word. Do you want to try and do it? I love Lakers. There you go, one word. I love I love Lakers. Catch the ball. I love Lakers. <laughs> Zubats, or everybody. Golden purple. Golden purple. <laughs> purple and gold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know. Speaking speaking of infectious passing, what'd you think of that play from Zoo, from Zoe to Zoo? Back to Zoe, back to Zoe, back to Zoe, back to Zoe, and then it ended up in that weird turnover. That was hilarious. Like, thank God it's Summer League, you know. It was, like, a little frustrating. Like, come on, Zoe, like, you gotta go. You're already at the rim. Don't pass it again. But I want but, to be like, like Lonzo. That, exactly. He's just like, oh, well, like, he's passed me the ball, like, so many times. I, I want to return the favor. And, like, that's that's endearing. That's really nice. But you gotta recognize the situation. At the same time, again, like, okay, you're just, like, being super unselfish now, and we can like tone that down a little bit and that's a great problem to have. So oh, totally. I thought that was, that was a pretty funny moment. Yeah. They're just working out the kinks. No worries. <laughs> um, lastly, Thomas Bryant had, you know, he didn't play that much, only 12 minutes, but he had that really nice dunk. I mean, he's showing his athleticism here and there and his activity. That's good to see. The only other guy I really want to talk about is of course, Russo mania, Alex Caruso. <laughs> I mean, last game, that's when he really balled out. But even, even this game, you know, he had that put back off of a errant Lonzo ball fadeaway baseline J, uh, showed some nice passing. I think they again. credited Lonzo with oh, an they assist did? there, actually, <laughs> okay, sure, which is pretty funny, sure. but yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but Caruso, man, has been really impressive. And we just learned this morning that I think the Lakers have offered him uh, a deal, actually, which is great news. We're not sure what the details of that deal are, whether it's a two-way. Oh, it is. Here you go. Alex Caruso's deal with the Lakers is a two-way contract. So he's going to be in the G League, or if the Lakers want to call him up, they can call him up. So... Awesome news for Alex Caruso. Well deserved. This guy is the, is like I told Tommy, he's like Steve Blake 
plus Joe Ingles plus Marcelo Huertas put into one body because he's scrappy as heck. He's a tall point guard. He's 6'5", has length, but he can make some incredible passes. I mean, some of the passes he makes are some of the passes Lonzo makes, which is really weird. He does it in a less dynamic fashion with less of the burst and the speed, but his passes, I'm just like... How did you see that? You it's know, still extremely creative. Yeah, very absolutely. creative. They're the exactly like the eyes in the back of my head type of passes, right? I mean, he did it. <laughs> the 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 where he like whipped it behind his head to an open. Pretty much the same pass as Lonzo Balls, except he didn't do like a one. Except he, he didn't just, even turn around. He didn't even which turn is around. Even crazier, actually. It reminded me of that Larry Bird behind the back pass back in the eighties in some playoff game. Yes, although Larry Bird's was like in the paint. Caruso's was all the way across the freaking floor with, like, one hand, which is absurd. I'm glad for Caruso. It's nice to have a guy like this who is a taller point guard and, and but still gives you that same sort of comfort in terms of control of the game, control of the offense, and then here and there just being able to totally catch the defense off guard with these crazy, weird, wackadoo passes. And uh, he's he's fun, man. <laughs> he's weird, but he's fun, you know? Yeah, you can tell he's a really smart player, you know? Oh, totally. He's definitely got the IQ. He went to, Is he a four-year player at a Texas yep. A&M? Yeah, for sure. And, again, um, it was either Joey or Jesse Buss. You know, they he did an interview, and he was like, we were watching him when he was with OKC's minor league team. We really liked what we saw, and, uh, well, here you go. <laughs> Basically, he was like, we did our job really well there, so give ourselves a little pat on the back. And, uh, yeah, again, back to Lakers scouting. It's it's so crazy, like, how um, effective they've been just mm-hmm. finding these diamond in the rough guys. Because, I mean, they're they're pretty much open for anybody. And uh, it, it seems like we're really capitalizing and uh, just doing our work and our research, uh, which is awesome to see that we can build up, uh, you know, such a deep, um, you know, roster really from top to bottom going all the way down to the... Yep, totally. And I, I want to give Caruso some credit because sometimes I realize, you know, we just naturally think he's super unathletic and he doesn't have bursts. But there have been times where he drives it into the lane. I'm like, catches me off guard, you know, and I'm like, whoa, oh, he can do sure. that. Uh, and I think also he does a really good job of just leveraging how tall he is, how big he is and being able to make some weird finishes and, and whatnot. That's kind of unexpected. But I guess maybe the unexpectedness <laughs> is just coming from nobody knows this guy, right? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of a comparison of a guy who is not Caucasian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who else <laughs> yeah. is he like besides Steve Blake? Like, he he physically resembles them in his appearance. I'm trying to think of somebody else um, that he could be compared to, and like you know, uh, Andre Miller. Upon, we'll, we'll mention it a little bit, yeah, because he's like crafty and, but he's like even a. Like Andre Miller's not athletic whatsoever. It's an old man game, and sure. I wouldn't say Caruso has an old man game. No, you know? no, not at all. Um, but I can see where you're going with that. In that he is crafty and creative. But yeah, we'll we'll rack our brains for a comparison of someone who is not Caucasian for Alex Caruso. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. Everything's looking up. Lastly, Alan, we got KCP. You down with KCP? Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you down you with KCP? Me. Yeah, you know me. So, how did you feel when you saw the KCP signing? I know you were off somewhere again, not attending oh, gosh, to anything. I know. I just <laughs> pretty much any time I'm like out and not paying attention to the world of basketball, crazy stuff happens. It's been like that, I swear, for like my entire life. Um, dude, I I was not expecting that signing to happen at all. You know, I thought Brooklyn was gonna get him, or some other team would offer him a long term contract, which is what we saw with George Hill and everybody else. So. Um, definitely wasn't expecting it. Um, 
but I'm ecstatic over it, man. I just and especially like after last night seeing Lonzo again, just envisioning KCP running the floor with him, being in that starting lineup, dude. It's just like he's gonna get eight to ten points just purely on fast break points, you yep. know. And once he gets that going. He's going to find a rhythm from three just because you see the ball go in the basket in an easy fashion like you're going to get hot. So I think it's going to be like a perfect fit for our team and for him. Um, and, you know, defensively, obviously, it shores up so many of like our concerns about how's Lonzo going to defend like all these guys on the perimeter who are so good. KCP is going to be there to take off that burden. We can kind of hide Lonzo on defense, which is going to be very helpful. Um yeah, dude, it's it's very very exciting. You know, let's let's see what happens in the future. It is a one year deal, but who knows? Like, he does have, and we've talked about like the importance or significance of having the same agent as player X. He has the same agent as LeBron. I don't know if that's like significant or whatever in this situation. Oh, it but sure is. It does give the front office, uh, you know, um, a way to speak to Rich Paul because hey, we got KCP and like you know he's your client. Oh, guess what? LeBron is also your client, so now we have that communication established, and uh, who knows, man, maybe KCP got that wink-wink, you know, and people are talking, and he's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go there, and it's going to work out long-term, so I think it's a very positive indicator, at the very least, like, if nothing actually unfolds the way we want it to, we got him for a year, it's a great fit. Yeah, exactly, and also, he can be traded, actually, so if, if you see something True. going oh, all right, sure. and you're like, oh, I don't, if you're getting news or a whiff of the fact that maybe he's not intending to stay, and there's no way you can manipulate the cap to make it work, you know, mid-season, you're like, well, this is a great asset, some competitive team could use this, and maybe we could flip him for a really good first-round pick in the future, you know? So even, yep, even yep. on that end, he's an asset any way you look at it, and this was a great signing by the Lakers, high upside. I mean, his defense, right? The analytics are going to say this, the analytics are going to say that, but they're not going to really contextualize the system that he played in in Detroit and the bad spacing there was even on offense. Like, a lot of Detroit's offensive plays were very ISO-heavy, a lot of post-ups, like, that's not conducive to a pace and space three-point shooter like him who wants to have get out on the break you know be like like fade to the wing which is what he's presumably going to do with Lonzo whether it's you know filling the lane and going in for those tomahawk dunks of his that look amazingly athletic or just filling out the the rest of the the wing so that he can space the floor for Lonzo whenever and whoever else is running right and just hitting that three so I mean KCP just opens up another world of opportunity for this entire team, but mostly from the defensive end, just in terms of how strong he is, the base that he has when he plants himself, and even when he gets beat off the dribble, the way he's able to recover, he, he's always going to try and chase after his guy, you know? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And we just haven't had a guy like that who we know, regardless of what the analytics say, someone who tries, someone who hustles, yeah, right. someone who contests... Like, the analytics don't say anything about that. Who are the last guys like this? Like, Ron Artest, Trevor Ariza, you know, like, those type of players. So, exactly. Uh, Kobe, <laughs> obviously. So, yeah, man, it's it's extremely exciting. Yeah, and you just get him in a in a right the right system, and hopefully Luke is already scheming, you know, and does a better job this year of really getting the guys on the same page and really having the right plan of attack for the defensive schemes. And you have a guy like KCP at the crux of that, and then hopefully even Brandon Ingram's improved, and his length is always going to be a problem. And who knows the kind of havoc we could wreak, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we already relied pretty heavily on Brandon playing good man-to-man defense last year, and we viewed him as one of our like top two defenders on the team. And you gotta assume that he's gonna be a better defender this year than last. So yeah, you throw KCP in with Ingram's defense, and uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely gonna be some promising stuff. Can you imagine Ingram, Nance, and KCP all out on the same all, all out on the floor at the same time with just being super active, hustling, going after ball. Ah, man, it's gonna be fun. That should be nice. That should be really nice. It's gonna be fun. All right. With that said, guys, that'll do it for our quick show here. Alan and I are actually going to Vegas. Hey, we're gonna be there on Friday and Saturday. I believe the Lakers are either gonna play on Friday or Saturday, regardless. Yeah, I'm so confused on what's like supposed so to happen. So what's with gonna this happen here is the Lakers. Obviously, at the time of this recording, it's Thursday before the Lakers play against the Cavaliers, I believe. Um, yes. And so if they win against the Cavaliers, they obviously advance, and then their next game will be Saturday. If they lose, they play a consolation game even after that, and so they'll play Friday. So it's either Friday, Saturday, no matter oh, what. Oh, wow. So if they lose tonight, they're playing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. That's how it's going to work. That's crazy. I'm going to anticipate just for my own sake that Lonzo may not play when we're there, but hopefully Kuzma is, and at least at the very least Caruso. <laughs> but Alan and I, yeah. regardless, will definitely be there. If you're still in Vegas, hit us up. We'll tell you guys where we're seated. I'm going to be wearing my <laughs> It's Lit LA shirt. Alan, bring the Flash the Progress shirt, and we'll represent Lakers sure. Legacy. So yeah, with that said, thank you guys for listening. Once again, please follow us on Twitter at Lakers Legacy Pod. Please also rate and review us on iTunes because the more you rate and review us, that's how many hockey assists we're going to see all year. And as we've been saying, sometimes the hockey assist is the most important pass to make. Absolutely. So yeah, thanks again. We'll catch you guys later. Alan, you down with KCP? Yeah, you know me. You down with Lonzo B? Yeah, you know me. You down with KCP? Yeah, you know me. You down with Lonzo B? Yeah, you know me. I don't know any more words that I can use <laughs> that says B free. Swaggy P's not here. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, that'll do it. We're done. See you guys. All right, man. I'll, I'll see you in Vegas. <laughs> see you in Vegas. This is what flow from Progressive sounds like in one of our many hilarious commercials. Hi, did you know that you can get a quote on your motorcycle insurance in under three minutes at Progressive.com? And did you know that saying hi makes even bad news sound good? Hi, you have high cholesterol. Hi, you're fine. And this is what that same commercial sounds like on your motorcycle. Hi, there's no more even our commercials sound better on a bike. And with basic policy starting at $75 a year, Progressive helps keep you on yours. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 
96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.